This is a HeadGum Podcast. You know, I remember when we were celebrating the new year of 2016, we were very optimistic. On this very podcast, we were very optimistic about it. And we set some intentions... We were like, this is going to be a good year. It's going to be way better than last year. I think we said like 2016 was going to be our year. Yo, did we say that? I think we did say that and that like... It has not... I'm sure we probably used the term lit in there, you know. We probably said it was going to be lit because it couldn't be worse than 2015. And I don't know if it's worse, but it's like, it's honestly tied. Yeah. I would say like in our personal lives, it's... A little bit slightest better than 2015, but like in it's terms still of the, there. in terms of the world, world like, events, no, it's man. worse, man. So, uh, many, so many things have happened this year. So um, I don't know. I'm thinking 2017 might be it, guys. <laughs> What's you know, up? I honestly feel like 2020 though will be something, just because it's going to be the whole 2-0. We can see clearly now. (laughs) Ew, you're so right. That's going to be how many shitty puns are going to happen that year? And I think like Instagram is going to be like, and now we'll be able to see clearly into our futures. Like, no, actually, there is like that's going to be a presidential election year. Oh my god, you're fucking right. So there's gonna be somebody's gonna do a fucking campaign. Twenty twenty. It's also the Olympics. Make me number one. Oh my god, it's like <laughs> that's the not Olympics be a in camp- Tokyo, I think, as well. <laughs> oh really? That'll be cool. Yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> maybe I'm hopeful about that one. How old will we be? We'll be twenty eight. You know, was, that's supposed to be my year. Yeah, it's supposed to be. Oh my god, it's all coming together. That's also like what 10 years since we graduated high school so there's gotta be like a fucking party for that (laughs) and i still have yet to decide if i'm gonna go to any of that shit i don't know my skin has to be really good i kind of want to go i want to go like i'll get a facial like a month before (laughs) i don't know when you get facials (laughs) who knows (laughs) what is that i know i know that you shouldn't do the day before because you can't wear makeup the next day Uh, and your face is all red so yeah, I won't this, do that. This is facials with Grace Joel. Um, I have a pumpkin spice. I have a pumpkin spice. And I'm Rachel. <laughs> and I'm Chris. Uh, we we didn't even fucking try today. With no, the I mean, listen, guys, it's the fucking season. I'm still on the hype train. It's just gonna happen. You guys are just gonna have to deal with it. Pumpkin spice lattes. And I'm finally allowed to have non-bland foods. <laughs> oh my so god! So I I didn't have a latte for like three days. Did we we talked about this in the last episode, right? It was. Or I don't know. I got fucking food poisoning. Today I'm finally feeling like 95% myself again. Yeah. So, very happy. I was literally eating white rice and potatoes and... Um, saltines. Saltines, and yeah. Stuff. It was bad, guys. It was and uh, one of my favorite pastimes is to write salty reviews on Yelp. <laughs> and so, <laughs> I wrote a review from the place that we ordered from. We and- tried a new place. And, and it, it did was not work. it was because we were having like a whim craving for Mexican, and we the, didn't our favorite go. place is like really far away from us now. It's a pain in the ass to get there. Yeah, and I got a quesadilla with meat. And normally, when I order out anymore, I usually get vegetarian unless it's like the ramen place. Yeah, and this quesadilla had meat in it, and man, do I regret <laughs> that choice? And it was like the shittiest fucking small ass quesadilla. It was like. 
you know, tapas and small plates kind fucking of fucking place. every restaurant in Seattle. Yeah. So Chris left, like, a really, like, hearty salt burn. Yeah, but then they actually, like, replied back and they said that they were going to give us a full refund. So that was really nice. Honestly, do it. My fucking toilet deserves that refund. No, I definitely will. I just haven't gotten back onto Yelp yet. I don't even know how much money we spent, but... It was less than $20. Like, it was not even that much. It's not even worth it. <laughs> we spent more on, like, Pepto and saltines. Because <laughs> we had to, like... we have nothing we have all like weird shit to eat and so every time that i'm nauseous or i'm sick or anything we have to go to the store thank god we we never have anything nearby all we ever have is like a bunch of vegetables which like are great but you also the rough oh my god i ate like a fucking salad like the first day i had it because i was like not quite (laughs) this is healthy this will fix me i thought it was a lactose thing no it's not i mean i definitely get a reaction from cheese more than any other lactose product it just makes which is weird because milk doesn't even affect me as much like half and half and stuff yeah and that's like got the most lactose content maybe it's like the process of making cheese I don't know, but it, it, like, anything besides goat cheese really can, like, fuck me up. Yeah. <laughs> you know, or, like, mozzarella, she's pretty mild, but everything else kind of gets me now. I hate it. Is it like I'm getting older? Cheeses and meats are affecting me more, and I don't know if it's age or, like, that we just don't have it that often. It's because we grew up eating, like, a big thing of fucking meat at every meal. I mean, I didn't really eat breakfast, but, like, lunch and dinner... It was like a, you know, a burger or a hot dog or a steak or a chicken cutlet, you know? Were your meals, like, the typical, you have, your main thing is just a piece of meat, and then you have some sort of starchy side, like it's a potato or a rice or something like Uh, that, and then have a vegetable. Yeah. And, like, those three things. And that, yeah, basically steamed, you know, the steamable My mom would put butter on it as flavor. Whoa! Buttered broccoli that's been steamed. We used to get those all the time in college, just steam bags that, like, you just throw them in the microwave and they steam up the vegetables. Like, I don't mind steamed vegetables. Like, I I truly don't. But, like, you can't deny that a roasted or a grilled. Just roasted, honestly, with just salt and pepper. You can get fancy and we do, You don't need oil. Just put it on, like, a fucking sill pad. We usually roast all of our, like, potatoes and broccoli with no oil at all and it's not like any less flavorful it just might not get like as crispy crispy but you'd be surprised yeah <laughs> your oven's just hot you know god damn so yeah the roughage when you were having your stomach issues yeah, not, was a, not good time. a great idea yeah but we don't eat like that's the thing like we were used to eating like so much meat mm-hmm. with every meal and now it's like a rare thing that we do because all of our we yeah, just we don't, don't buy, buy it, it. And so, and plus, I just love, like, the not having to worry as much about contamination. And, like, like, making sure that something is to a proper temperature. Because, like, fucking, like, tofu, you don't have to, like, make sure that that's, like, at a good temperature. I just mean, like, your countertop and, like... Oh, okay. Your cutting board and your knives, you know, with, like, the raw meat. I mean, like, obviously you want to fucking clean all your shit. Well, yeah, we're not gross, guys. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, we never clean our countertops now that we stop buying chicken. Like, (laughs) no, but, like... And obviously, like, scrub your vegetables as well. You don't know. I mean, think about it. Everybody at the store is groping every single one. Like, have those people wash their hands. that, you know. Exactly. Just wash. I hope I'm, like, not scaring a lot of you, but just give them a rinse. Yeah. You know, you can use Castile soap to wash the outside of your vegetables, (laughs) you know? So do that. Castile soap is, like, my new fucking thing. I think it's, like, the new mason jar. What the fuck is that? <laughs> you don't even know what it is? No, I don't even know. I bought it. It's somewhere here. 
Um, oh, that giant fucking thing from Trader Joe's? It's yeah. like a yellow thing? Rebecca okay. got me onto it, and it's like, basically, it's soap that you can pour down the drain, and it won't, like, kill everyone. Oh, okay. So it's, like, hella natural, and you can basically clean everything with it. And I use it for, like, my brushes now, my makeup sponges especially, and, like, you can use it to clean your whole fucking life. Mm-hmm. And it's great, and it's really cheap for how much you get, and they have, like, amazing scents, but I have, like, the peppermint one, because that just smells clean, mm-hmm. you know, instead of, like, a classic lem, because I don't want to associate lemon's beautiful, robust flavor with cleaning. <laughs> I'd rather do mint, because that's just, like, it's so clean in here, it's cold. Oof. The only way I like to do is, like, when we, like, juice a lemon, and then we throw the remainders down the uh, disposal. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. fun, and then you grind it up, and it smells, makes your sink smell nice. We're just bougie enough, I guess, now to have the fucking... Garbage disposal. But we had that in our first shitty-ass apartment. We did. We did. Weird. And I bet Scuba put some weird shit down there. <laughs> Think about the things that probably should not have been put down there that he put down there. Oh, my God. I mean, God. he thought the hamburger was in the box of the helper. I know. So, who, who knows? knows? Who's to say? <laughs> At least now, I just know that all of my nonstick pans are not scratched yeah. in this house. We actually just got a new wok. I know this is not exciting, but it's it exciting is for, for us. because we like to cook. Because and... we, in our, what, what apartment was it that we had a wok, but it wasn't ours. It was our roommate's. Uh, was the last place that we lived in. Oh, in yeah, senior like senior year. year. Yeah. Yeah, she had a really nice one, and I loved using because that was when we were in our, like, stir-fry phase. Yeah, you know? honestly, walks are just, like, a really, they're, like, they can be, like, a bowl, but they can also just be, like, a saute thing. They're perfect. They're good for, them. like, if you're the type of person that, like, makes your pasta dish, and then you like to put everything in at the end and toss it together with the sauce so it gets, like incorporated yeah <laughs> that's what we did yeah we actually made a new recipe last night and it was really good I'll ha- i was gonna tweet it but like we adapt we we changed a lot of it because i don't know it was very bland yeah we take a like recipes that we find from like the domestic geek or whoever and we minimalist just, like, baker is a really good vegan website guys yeah and we just they literally have everything there. Yeah, hers was, it was like a creamy, like pasta with asparagus and lemon and garlic, but we added a lot more lemon to it because it needed it. Yeah. I think next time I'm going to make it like more of like a mushroom sauce. Getting into the mushrooms. And Chris is getting into the mushrooms. Now, I gotta say, I, like you, am more of a fan of just like small button ones and not giant shiitake ones, unless it's like... The reason why I prefer, like, the the little guys yeah. is because there's less, like, cleaning that needs to be done. That's the only thing. Like, I don't give a fuck. The, the big-ass portobellos, they're very nice, but yeah. you just gotta clean that under thing, and I'm not into that. It's just The, the fact that they're called gills is really I, what gets uh, you. Just, it, <laughs> you know? Um, but anyway, I, I'm a big mushroom person. I was, like, the only one in my family that liked mushrooms. The only way I'd ever really eat it, and then even then I'd still pick them off as, like, on a pizza, but... Oh, my God. I was never really a mushroom person. It's, like... It's just because it's, it's, like, oh, my God, this is a fungus. Like, I can't eat this. Like, it's, Well, what about blue cheese, you fucko? All I don't these... eat blue cheese. Okay, but... Or I still don't eat blue cheese because I still think it's fucking smelly and gross. Okay. Like... I'm not into blue cheese because I associate it with people that wear cargo shorts. <laughs> like, blue cheese is the Dorito of the cheese. Oh my god. We can god. all agree because it's like basic. It's like, oh, little blue trees crumble like <laughs> on my hot wing. It's like no. Okay. If you want like a like a sour for lack of a better word cheese, go for a goat. You know, go for a feta. All these people are afraid of feta too. Isn't that offensive? Yeah. Is anybody else like really passionate about this? 
Feta does not only exist in Greek salads. You it know, is a life-changing is a element if you like cheese, okay? <laughs> so, whatever. <laughs> but uh, we haven't done a coffee pack yet, so why don't we just <laughs> Shit, do that? Let's do it. We're kind of going off the cuff. Is that the right phrase? I today? mean, what days are we on the cuff? <laughs> exactly. There's usually not a cuff. I'm usually not even wearing a shirt. <laughs> All right. This ca- oh, wow. This fact. I almost just said the fact. This fact is decaf does not mean caffeine free. Uh huh. It says an eight ounce brewed cup of decaf coffee actually has two to twelve milligrams of caffeine. In comparison, a regular cup of coffee is anywhere from ninety five to two hundred milligrams. So, so it probably doesn't really affect you that much. Yeah, it's or like got like off the most minimal amount of caffeine in it. Okay. Interesting. I mean, that's why like some teas are like, they're kind of decaf, but not really. Yeah. Like I know a lot of our teas, they have the caffeine chart on the side of it to show where it is. And like a lot of them fall under like 10 or 12. So yeah. that would be decaf, I guess. Like I know there's people that are like converting from coffee to like green tea for energy. And I'm like... That's a fucking lie. <laughs> like, I get it. It probably does work. And if you, like, start drinking green tea to replace your coffee, then you probably will feel more energy because you won't be Yeah, you're, sluggish. like, weaning yourself off of the caffeine that's in a coffee. Because I know that the coffee caffeine that I'm getting gives me, like, crappy energy that makes me an angry, bitter piece of shit. Yeah. So, <laughs> I'm sure I'd be a lot better in the green tea life, you know? But I just, I can't. I never can get to the point where I don't need the strong caffeine from the coffee. Yeah. You know what I mean? Even though tea has more caffeine than coffee, maybe it's all in my fucking head. (laughs) Honestly, I just can't wrap my brain around not drinking coffee. I'm trying to get myself to a point where, and this is where I would like to stay, is just like having probably like a cup in the morning or like a drink in the morning and then... I like to just have coffee in the evening, usually after dinner. If we're doing this. <laughs> yeah. Or not even just doing this. Just, like, immediately after I eat a big meal, like a dinner or something like that, I immediately have a craving for coffee Me afterwards. too. It's like, instead of my dessert after dinner, I want, like, a cup of coffee. Because that's how a lot of my holidays would go down. Yeah. Was that you too? Yeah. You'd pull out the pot of coffee and you'd have I mean, have sometimes pie. it'd be, like, hot chocolates, but, like, sometimes it's coffees and yeah. it... I've literally been drinking coffee since I was, like, in elementary school. Not, like, regularly like I am now, Mm -hmm. but... It would be that way with my dad all the time. Like, whenever we would go out to eat with, like, friends or whatever like that, then we would all come back, and it would immediately be just make coffee, and we'll all have coffee. Oh, at Caesars, we would get coffee after our fucking nice-ass Italian feast. (laughs) I like how, like... I miss Caesars. (laughs) It's like, you know how you sniff the beans to, like, eliminate the smells in your nose or whatever like that you know i use it like after a meal to like it's like a palate cleanser yeah clean my palate it doesn't even have to be caffeinated it could be decaf i just like a little cup after dinner like a little i'm there for the flavor yeah Mm -hmm. it's the ritual also yeah i think the ritual of coffee is something that i keeps me from ever giving it up because there's something it's like i feel like i'm mentally preparing to do shit once I start that brewing process and I get that smell in my apartment and Mm -hmm. I get out my shit in my mug it feels like okay that is step one to getting me like what I'm supposed (laughs) to do on my journey so that's why I love it. I'm gonna I'm gonna read another fact because it relates to this but like it's just smelling coffee can wake you up. 
I bet. I mean, it says that like a group of scientists reported that simply inhaling the aroma of coffee can alter the activity of some genes in the brain, reducing the effects of sleep deprivation. I wonder if that's because of like the actual coffee aroma, or is it because your brain associates? Yeah. Like, be, what is it? That would be interesting. Honestly, I would love to be one of those like experiment subjects for coffee. Like, Yo, just take me. Definitely. Teach. Yeah. <laughs> I'll drink coffee for you and get paid for it. Yeah. I, how do I sign up for this shit? God. I'd have to have a straw, though, because, like, think about how yellow you're <laughs> Like, get me a fucking straw, God bitch. damn. But, yeah. So, uh, we're going to talk about emotions today. Because <laughs> that's my life. Because, you know, retrograde's making us feel a lot of them. Plus, I'm PMSing right now, so she emotional. It's just the culmination of, like, your PMS retrograde and food poisoning. It's a great combination. I literally <laughs> teared up. When Barb came on the Chelsea show to surprise the cast of Stranger Things and they just hugged. Yeah. And it just looked like they hadn't seen her in a while. Mm-hmm. And I welled up and I was like, why the fuck am I upset? Because I am an emotional being, you know? Yes. I also learned my good friend Paulina or PB Bunny97 on YouTube. Who has also been on an episode of the podcast. Yeah. Shout out to my bench, PB. She's like getting a certification right now to be able to read people's charts so of course i like came to her and i was like bitch tell me things (laughs) and she told me that my mercury is in pisces and so i'm already a pisces like we already know i am like the epitome of what a pisces describes yes and then my mercury is also in pisces and what that means to all you people that don't know what that means because i didn't yeah what is what is that if you ever see like mercury when we are retrograde that means that there's a communication thing. So there's like disruption and miscommunication. Yeah. It could be like technology, just like in your relationships, like whatever. I am also not an expert, so just <laughs> take everything I'm saying with a grain of salt. Um, but anyway, so basically having like my Pisces in my communication box, pretty much is you know very telling to yeah, me because you're emotional, I communicate. emotional communicator, and I feel like okay, so. Back when I read Twilight. Oh, God. This is so Where is this going? I know. <laughs> so if you've ever, like, read Twilight, there's a character called Jasper, and he, his, like, special vampire ability is that he can, like, feel people's emotions, but he can also, like, change them. So, like, if you're real depressed, he could just be like, bitch, no. And then you're happy, and, like, you feel like a force like making you feel a different way or whatever. So that's See, like I didn't extra. I didn't get this from the movies. I watched all the movies and you know, I barely yeah. even remember Jasper the character. So In the movies <laughs> he's weird staring guy with bad wig. Yeah. <laughs> like his wig is horrible. It's like BuzzFeed level wigs, which I want to drag them later. Um, but Anyway, I always, like, related to a certain degree to his character because I feel like in my life I can – I'm such a good reader of other people. And in situations, my, like, brain – this is why I get so exhausted after hanging out with people. It's because the whole time I'm, like – feeling around trying to make sure everyone feels like at ease comfortable like having a good time and i'm like working to be like this weird mediator and i don't know why i do it i just fucking well i do know why but she just does it you know and that i like i can just tell like if someone like what someone's feeling like honestly like i just feel like i can really read people's emotions super clearly and i'm really good at expressing mine i feel like it's really hard for me to hide when I'm not doing really great. And that's mm-hmm. why I just like retreat because then it's like, I'm just like such an open book. You can just look at me and you just know, like she's not doing so hot. So that's this why I true. just like stay I in, just you know, look at you. Oh girl, you know, <laughs> <laughs> but 
Chris is so different. Yeah. I mean, like, in some ways similar, in some ways different, because, like, I don't show my emotions a lot, and, but, and, like, I am still, like, worrying about other people and, like, trying to make sure that, like, you know, everything else for other people is going okay, and then, but, like, I can, you know, restrain myself to not overwork myself as you do. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, you're very considerate. I don't think I'm, like... Oh, like, I'm so generous. It's just really just, like, I want to feel comfort in a social situation. So if there's anything making that tense, and I'm an anxiety binge, I have to, like, correct it. And that's Mm. why I'm, like, comedic side friend. (laughs) And that's my role in social settings. I'm, like, the person that's making the jokes and, like, easing the tension and making sure, like, when there's planning going on that, like, there's no conflict. Like, I just... I have to, like, get it together because I don't want anything to go awry because then that is out of my planning and control. Yeah. And I like, think that's part of it, You explained anyway. to me, though, like, and it's fascinating because it's not the way my brain works at all. You're, like, at a fucking social situation. And you're like, I love this movie. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, what is he feeling? <laughs> no, but, like, when, like, you're... When you say you're in, like, a conversation, you can half of you be like working on the conversation you're having right now and half of you be thinking about like where it's going and that's what like, i do when i'm doing the podcast yeah we were I talking can, about when we were doing the podcast like off the show we were talking about this and like i you can said literally that to me and, i speak and my brain is also thinking about what i want to talk about what other like side branches i could go to and like what i'm gonna say next before i even say it and that's why i think I would be a good public speaker. And that's why I flock to that kind of situation. That's why I'm also really good on the phone. That's why anxiety does not bother my phone speech. Mm -hmm. Because And, like, for me, that's why I have a lot more pauses on this show and why I say like a million times per episode. Oh, people love that. I know. It's it's a drinking game, guys. Let's get it started. Take a shot of PSL every time I say like. Look, back before they had like, it was like, by golly, or some shit. Like... (laughs) We all had a fucking stupid pause that we use. And a lot of these old farts just say, um, and you just sound like a goddamn idiot. I'd rather say like and sound at least like I'm on to the next thing. Like, Mm -hmm. how do, like, I don't understand these, like, bitter old people that, like, don't understand what the like is representing in a sentence. It's just a new, um, uh, it's just a way to, and it's also showing that the people are thinking more critically about what they're saying before they let it out of their fucking mouths. Because that like is a pause where they're trying to make sure their next word is correct. Yeah, instead of just spouting out any fucking shit. And, like, I guarantee you, I don't know. (laughs) I'm just saying. I just think it's really annoying. But it's obviously annoying when you're saying it several times in a row and you're not getting to the next point. And that's more of, like, you just should have (laughs) paused. I don't know. definitely. But, like, you explained that whole thing to me and it just, like, blew my mind because, like, I've had two jobs now where I've been, like, doing customer service, like, via phone calls and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And I could never, like... I didn't like it one just because I don't want to do that. But yeah, like no one wants to be on the receiving end of usually complaints. Yeah, but two is like I cannot listen to a phone call and also like type like, you know, it's usually you gotta have to type. do that shit though. No, right? I know that and like so like for me I feel like I'm like a fucking journalist where like they have just like short little keywords that they fucking do for everything. So I just like type those in and then once I'm done with the phone call, then I go back and I fill out my thoughts completely on And you everything. can understand everything you wrote out? 
Yeah, generally, like, I can remember. like, a legend, like, yeah, in your mind? Yeah, in my mind, I can remember, like, how the conversation flowed and, like, what things I needed to get from it. And yeah. then from my notes, I can get there. But, like, when I'm on the phone or I'm having a conversation, like, I have to be, like, totally 100% focused on that and not think about anything else. I think it's because your memory is different than mine. Yeah. I'm able to half pay attention to a lot of things and still retain a lot more information if it's auditory. Yeah. If you're reading something, I feel like you're better at picking up details when you skim than yeah. me. I have to reread pages. Like, Harry Potter right now... I like, I'll, you know, if I'm like a little stoned or I'm not like totally paying attention, if you're playing something, there's noise. Yeah. I'm like, okay, I can get it, but I find myself like rereading paragraphs or like mm-hmm. try, getting lost on the page where I am because I get very distracted when I'm visually looking at something. Yeah. But auditory, I could have a television show on and a song, and I could be talking to you while singing the song a little bit and paying attention totally to what the television. Yeah. Like, and, like, you'll probably notice, like, I have to, like, if I'm, like, remembering something that I got to, like, talk to you about or something like that, I got to, like, pause everything that's going on in the house. So, like, I can say what I got to say. Cause, like, oh, I yeah, can't, I, I can't, like, have, like, other communications, you know, crossing my way because it just, like, throws me off. Yeah. The only thing is, like, there's certain shows, obviously, that demand more of my attention. Well, no shit, I'm not going to bring something up when we're watching, like, Mr. Robot or Stranger Things, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, there's a lot of shows where there's less dialogue, and a lot is said between the lines of just, like, the look on people's faces, and those shows, I can't do anything else while I'm doing it. But, like, Gilmore Girls, I can totally, you know, yeah. I could be oh, doing, yeah, like, yeah, 17 yeah. things, and I'm still getting all of it, you know? Mm-hmm. But That's why, like... I feel like I'm such a... I don't know which side is the left brain, which side is the right brain. I don't remember from Bo Burnham's skit which side is which, but... Like, I'm that should s- not be how you, like, judge the <laughs> I brain. know, but, like, I feel like I'm definitely, like, one side and you're definitely, like, the other side. Like, you're the creative side. I'm creative, but also... I'm not saying that, like, you're not having, like, the... Like, the other side is, like, the analytical math fucking numbers side, you know what I mean? And I feel like that's where my I'm definitely not the math is. area, but, like, I don't know. I feel like I'm still pretty analytical. Yeah. It's just more, it's less numerical. It's more, like, interpersonal. I'm more, like, procedural and... Yeah. Like that, so... I don't know. But I, I guess I, w- I would say I'm creative, but... At the same time, I'm finding myself, as I get older, I become less and less <laughs> creative. But that's just, I feel... Life beating you down. <laughs> and you gotta, like, find a new outlet or something. That's where I'm looking. Like, my life right now is just kind of, like, I'm very liberated because I'm kind of free from any thing right now. I'm just really at the point where I'm just deciding exactly what next you path I'm taking. you're at a crossroads. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she is. And... It's nice because I'm just choosing whatever I'm finding the most passion from. Yeah. And I think that's important for my happiness, obviously, because I thrive. I couldn't do something to like, I know that you like work sometimes that you might not necessarily be super passionate about, but it can keep you busy for hours and then you just clock out and you go home. And I know that like, it's not exactly your favorite type of work to be doing. You would ideally like to be doing more work that's. Yeah, with something honestly, you're like, more personal about. When I'm at like work and I don't have a lot to do, it drives me crazy because I would rather be like doing things just and like, like I just go. I just don't know what to do and like it helps me pass the time and I feel like I'm being productive. And for me, I could never do something like that because it would just drain me 
And I, yeah. in order for me to even feel like motivated to do something, I have to already have like a will within myself that like I want to be there doing it. And mm-hmm. so when that isn't getting fulfilled, I start like reaching out to like a million things. And usually I just start picking up like new hobbies. And when that's obviously not enough or not financially sound, you know, I'm like looking elsewhere. I mean, I'm definitely like, if it's not something that fucking interests me, I'm definitely like more. You're not going to want to do it. I'm more procrastinating about it. Like, where you do like a less quality. Yeah, exactly. Like, my meteorology homework, I was like on that shit because it was interesting. My homework for some electives I didn't give a shit about, you know, that was like, eh, well, I'm still like, I did it and stuff, but like, I didn't spend as much time on it. Yeah. And then there will be like classes that I would have taken. Or a project that was just so cool and I would like invest so much time. I remember I was in, I think, 10th grade. So my high school started at 10th grade and I had English. And at the time, like English, I was a huge book reader, you know, yeah. and English was my number one thing. That's why I went to college for it originally. And we had this project where we just had to like make like a kind of like little flip book thing you know, that you just made out of, like, paper, and then you just tied it together with, like, some string of, like, three holes, you know? And it was just supposed to be filled with poems that you wrote, also intermingled with, like, other poems that you liked, or, like, song lyrics you could even do and stuff. And I just thought that was, like, the coolest thing. And we had to relate it to the book we were reading. So poems that fit, like, a vibe of the book that we were reading, which was Catcher in the Rye, which I really liked. And I remember I spent so much time on this project... And I, like, went to fucking, like, AC Moore and got, like, the nicest, like, hard paper. Okay. And, like, all of, like, scrapbooking little trinkets that you could get. Like, all these, like, little paper flowers and paper owls and, like, all this shit. And I, like, made this thing look so pretty. Special ribbon to, like, tie it together. Okay. And, like... No one else put that much effort into theirs. And I felt like so ashamed when I showed up oh with it God. because I thought that people were going to be like, look at that fucking nerd. <laughs> like, yeah. And people thought it was amazing. And then they made me like stand up and fucking like read it to the class and shit. Oh my God. And it was really nice. <laughs> yeah, that <laughs> so that's just really a cute awesome. little anecdote from me. But like, I don't know when I, when I like something, I spend a lot of time doing it, mm-hmm. but I don't know, man. I also like change, too. I deal well with structure and, like, you know... I do, too. I miss a schedule. Well, yeah, I know you like a schedule, too, but I just mean, like, I don't know. Less creative freedom, more, like, strict what you're supposed to do. That's why, like, I should probably eventually just go back to school and be a programmer because, you know, that's the way my my brain is programmed <laughs> i know like i want to there's all of these at, at the apple event they were showing all of those um programs for kids to learn how to code yo i wish i like for that reason i wish i was a kid right yeah now. for like a million other reasons i don't but like for that, that reason one, i wish i was a kid i really would love to like take any of those things like and apply it to myself because i would love to have that skill because i feel like we're close enough to the, like, we're so computer savvy as it is. I yeah. feel like we're also still attuned to be able to, like, pick that up easily. Yeah. I mean, I wish I, I want to make an app someday. Like, that's a, definitely a goal of mine. Like, make an app, maybe graduate at some point to, like, you know, make a website from scratch. Like, literally that's good. from scratch. Yeah, that's really good. <laughs> I or, have a tough time like, with that. 
And that, yeah, would probably, like, who knows? Maybe if I go for a computer science, I'll make a game at some point. But, like, that... Yo, can you make a cute game with really good graphics? <laughs> okay. I'll get right on that one. It better be, like, ocean-themed. Come back in 10 years. We'll see where we are. <laughs> More like 30. Um, can you imagine Chris having, like, a gaming studio? Oh, my or, God. Or, like, a... What's the word? Developer? Yo, you know? What develop- would you name your development company? Oh, God, I have no idea. I'd probably be, like, so lame. You'd probably do Hub Glacier. <laughs> I'd probably do, like, Glacier. Like, would you really? I probably would. And you'd have, what, I'm like, so a fucking lame. Glacier on the logo? Yeah, it'd be, like, some Aquafina-ass shit, you know, that stupid Glacier. How do you, like, jazz up a Glacier, though? <laughs> you know, it'd be, like, one of those really simple logos, like how Facebook's literally just a fucking F. Like, it's oh, gonna be, be like a simple a thing. It'd be, no, it wouldn't. It would just be like you know a simple shape. I've actually thought of this, like a simple I shape of a mountain glacier shape. You know, yeah, it's honestly very hard to discern a glacier from a mountain in some of these. I know in my illustrations. Heart. I know. I, we made a glacier once in like elementary school. Oh my god! Where we took um, that's really large. It was well okay. <laughs> it wasn't a life size glacier. It was to show us how like valleys formed and crap. Yeah. And so we basically like had all this clay that she like made into different layers, and then she topped it all off with like little pebbles and rocks and stuff. Yeah. And then she took like this big chunk of ice and like pushed it through. Okay. And it was showing how like it erodes the land uh. and forms a valley. So I just remember that very vividly. Like, do you remember little like lessons that you had in elementary school where you did like it, usually for me it's like something that we did that was more hands on like that that was like a yeah. also the time that we made butter oh my god i feel like everyone in pennsylvania made butter at one point right i don't think i made butter you didn't make butter no i didn't make butter it was just in a mason jar and they just put like heavy cream in it and like you just shook the jar and then passed it to the kid next to you and they shook it and we were just standing in a circle shaking a jar of cream and then it made butter i never did that no wow I just remember, you know, the dissection era with the frog. Oh, but that didn't come until high school for me. That that was middle school for me. (gasps) Maybe I did. No, we dissected a worm in middle school, which was like, what is there to find? Mm-hmm. It's literally like nothing's there. I just... There's like 12 hearts, though, or something crazy. Yeah, I know. It's just basically like... Heart don't city. don't hit the stomach or whatever the fuck because it'll oh, just be dirt stop, and everybody stop, stop, stop. did. <laughs> <laughs> we had owl pellets. Oh my god! Which if you don't know what that is, it's when an owl like coughs up a hairball and it has like the skeleton of whatever fucking mouse it ate. Fantastic! And we had to dice. We had to like pull all the individual bones out and put and glue them to a piece of paper in like the shape of the animal, and you had to figure out what animal you had. Isn't that fucked up? That's really gross. Like, that's what I remember from seventh grade. That and, like, we learned hella about dinosaurs, and it was a Mm. really great time. We got to watch all of those, like, CGI, what dinosaurs would have looked at. things, yeah. Yeah. I only remember that time because uh, that's when I got to go to Penn State for, like, a science thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they put bells on you. No, I'm just kidding. No, that was Boy Scouts. Yeah. (laughs) Did you ever have another time where you had bells put on you? (laughs) No, I can't say that I have. (laughs) I'm, once again, very grateful that you don't do that now. Because you doing that with my PTSD would be horrible. Yeah, sleepwalking. Um, I've walked out of houses. So oh, I'm, see, that would freak me the fuck out. You'd probably like fall down an elevator shaft in here. Oh my god! I mean, not that they're usually are open to like. <laughs> yeah, me in my sleepwalking state, prying open the doors when the elevator's not there. Has anyone ever <laughs> seen an elevator shaft? Like, really? Let me know. <laughs> I don't think I have. 
I just feel like that's just like such a horrible way to go. <laughs> like God. you're getting in, you're like, because I'd be the idiot that like, no, I wouldn't actually. I, I'm very cautious of where I step, mm-hmm. but I'd be the person that would just like be looking at my phone, like Snapchatting. Yeah. <laughs> and then I walk in thinking it's an elevator and I just, she gone. God damn it. Yeah, no, you would definitely never do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm too aware. You're so fucking cautious. I would be more of you. You're like holding like a package from downstairs and it covers your see. eyes. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck, well, I'm screwed. Yeah, then I'm gonna have to get that Sephora package, like you said. <laughs> so that's fucked up. But anyway, oh, fuck. I guess we should get into questions. Yeah, uh, we're gonna take a quick break and we'll be right back. This episode of Coffee with Crachel is brought to you by Casper Mattresses. So what is the Casper Mattress? The Casper Mattress is an obsessively engineered mattress at a shockingly fair price. This mattress is sold directly from Casper. You don't have to go through any third parties, not dealing with any commission-driven prices. So you're going to get a very fair price when you purchase a mattress from Casper. But what makes it so special? It combines a springy latex and supportive memory foam to create an award-winning sleep surface with just the right amount of sink and the right amount of bounce. Although the Casper Mattress is... A relatively new mattress on the market it was actually awarded one of the best inventions of 2015 by time magazine so this is definitely an award-winning mattress that won't disappoint one of the best things about ordering a mattress from casper though is that you get 100 nights risk-free to try it in your home if you don't love it they'll just come and pick it up there's no questions asked you'll get a refund and so it's really great if you wanted to just give this a try and there's literally no risk attached to it and another great thing is that the mattresses are all made in America and you get free shipping and returns in the US and Canada. So in order to help you guys try out a Casper mattress, we actually have a really awesome deal that Casper has provided us with. If you go to www.casper.com CWC and use the code CWC, you will get $50 off any mattress purchase. So along with using that code, you'll get $50 off with the mattress purchase, you'll get free shipping in the U.S. and Canada, and you'll also have 100 nights risk-free to try it out, and free returns if you don't like it within those 100 days. So again, if you go to www.casper.com CWC and use the code CWC, you'll get $50 off towards any mattress purchase. Patreon time. We're going to do the Patreon question because that's what we do here, folks. That's coffee with Rachel slash Patreon. What? <laughs> you totally fucked that up. Reverse that. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> All right. First one from Jennifer. Do you think it's possible to stay friends with someone who you've had feelings for? Oh, yeah. Definitely. Absolutely. I've had that. And yeah, me too. We're friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it's Me totally as a confused possible. little high schooler, I had a lot of feelings for, you know, a lot of different girls. Were and you I'm, friends with, like, a lot of the people that you had crushes on? Yes. I mean, my friends group was, like, well, I, I had, like, two distinct friend groups, and one of them was, like, me and the neighborhood boys. And then the other the one was, like, team. was just, like, a lot of girls, and it wasn't, like, I made the it that AP way. kids. Yeah, it wasn't because I, like... Oh, only girls. Like, no, it was just the way it happened. Well, let's but... be real. Most of the smart people are girls. Yeah. And all the AP kids were girls. Yeah. Like, let's be real. So, I mean, I did have crushes and liked uh, a lot of girls that I was hanging out with, and I asked one out, and then they said no, and then that... We still remain friends. Yeah, we still remain friends. Yeah. Yeah. So I was it... having sex with my friends. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, it's possible. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well, this is all I should have the water, all right. Well, like, let's just never forget Ruble's slutty history. Like, it's just, I think it's really part of my life. Existence. Yeah, I think, I'm really proud of it, mm-hmm. essentially. 
Um, go ahead. All right, this one's from Emily. Do you have any squiggle natural anxiety reducers that you like other than weed and activities? My roommate is a very anxious person, but she doesn't smoke and isn't into taking meds currently. I am medicated, but unhelpful with any alternatives. Any suggestions? Um, well, I don't take any, like, herbal supplements, but I know that there are some out there that'll help reduce anxiety, but I would just, like, research it before you take anything, of course. I know that, like, after our first talk in this fucking podcast, all about coffee, like, coffee is probably something that You should cut back on. Yeah, you should definitely (laughs) cut back on or maybe eliminate. Yeah, caffeine can make it worse. Yeah. Luckily, I just power through it. (laughs) Um, Also, exercise. It's not exactly a medication, but it's also, especially, like, yoga or anything that's a little bit more slow-paced, that like i feel like yoga has a lot of like a meditation aspect to it and it always leaves you feeling relaxed and so and they say like exercise just the endorphins can help reduce anxiety so even just like if you are into cardio or running like just taking a fucking run or a brisk walk like can also help but i think also focusing on activities that relax you can be one of the best ways to like medicate yeah, and also, I really think that, like, eating a healthy diet is oh, yeah. another way to just, like... Just less processed stuff can also help, because a yeah, lot of processed process. shit can elevate oh, many bad things. I mean, yeah, I mean? like, eating less processed stuff is good no matter who you are, what you're dealing with. It's always better to eat less processed stuff, but, like... Yeah, it's always good. They could definitely help in that situation. Yeah, but if medication is something that you want to, like, look into, though, like, I just think... You know, it's not off the table. Like, you don't have to be doing a natural remedy. I don't want to be, like, the person that's, like, you know, anti-medication because I'm not. No, everybody's situation is different. Yeah, people call for different ways of treating their things. Yeah. When you were answering that, Squeezy sneezed and it was so violent and it sounded like a toaster popping. It was really weird. (laughs) And it threw me off a little bit. It kind of fucked me up. It startled me. I was like, shit. All right, you know how I was saying earlier that like my attention is like very everywhere, but I can focus? When the cats do something it's they highlight my attention it's very hard. all channels focused on them oh my god that's what i wanted to say when we were talking about emotions because if you don't know squeezy has you know some health problems but one of the things is that he cannot eat other types of protein other than duck we've talked about this before yes and the food you know he loves wet food but he can't have it because like 98 percent of it is like it's know, usually tuna, chicken or tuna or some sort turkey, of turkey you know yeah. all that shit. every other protein except for duck because of course mr elegance over here he has to be duck i things, know right? he's such a fucking bitch i love him <laughs> so we ended up finally like finding the duck form you know basically the exact same brand that he has now but in a wet food and like i ordered him like a case it was like i got paid and i was like the first thing i'm doing is i'm treating the chunks because they were just being really great that and squeezy had not had fucking wet food in so long we used to have to like if we gave lila some wet food because sometimes you guys send us wet food and we just give it to lila (laughs) (laughs) honestly lila's there for anything (laughs) yeah lila's ready to go but we would have to like keep squeezy away from her and he was just so sad and it was just like the most depressing ritual ever so the day that we got to give them both the wet food and squeezy got his own plate was like an emotional roller coaster i was sobbing he was so excited you were sobbing he was like so lila always screams when you open up a can of wet food like she just is screaming at your feet even squeezy was screaming yeah and like he had his tail pointed up and he was looking all proud and jumping a little bit like he's getting so excited 
excited. Lila was literally like, she magnified twice the size. She was so poofy. When Lila gets excited, her <laughs> tail gets bigger than like anything. It's it gets so as fat. wide as she is. Like, it's, it's so much. It's like a stump. Like, it's so <laughs> wide. I w- we have to like take a, like, a Snapchat video next time we do oh it. We have God. some in the fridge, so we'll probably have to do it like later today. Oh, yeah. It's open, so they have to have that later. So, Get pumped, guys. I know. But anyway, I just wanted to say that. Like, does anybody else cry <laughs> when they feed their cats and they know they're happy? Last Patreon question is from Alicia, and it's if you could have any animal as a pet, no limits, what would it be? Uh, didn't I say chameleon once? I feel like you did. I still am into that, but no limits. No. No limits. Oh, man. I guess this means... Penguin. Oh. Fuck yeah. Like, if I could have, like... You know the whole Mr. Popper's Penguins thing where he had, like, an area where it was just very cold, like an ice rink? Like, if I could have, like, some sort of, like, bougie penguin ice rink where they would be happy or get one of the tropical penguins that don't need the cold... Ah. I would have a penguin. Like, picture me, Lila, and Squeezy with a penguin. Yeah. I'd pick, like, a penguin or some really exotic, like a fucking mola mola. Like, you might (gasps) have a mola mola as a pet. But, like, where? Well, I guess I'd have, like, an Olympic swimming pool or some shit like that. Well, you'd need, like, one hell of an aquarium because they're so big. I I wouldn't want to, like, make him, you know what I mean? I'd probably go for something less big. But still cool, like a jellyfish, but not in like something that will kill it. You know, oh, like, yeah. having the like, I'm assuming I have the means to make it survive, and so like some sort of sick ass fish. But really, a British blue, <laughs> just another. Chunko. But that's in the realm of possibilities, there. I guess. All right. So, uh, what other questions are you seeing? This is one of my favorite things that's ever been tweeted at me. Oh God! What does Chris stand for? Is it Christian? Is it Christopher? Who is this man? <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, I share the name with an unsavory Gilmore Girls character. Christopher. Christopher. Does anyone call you Christopher? Just your sister. Yeah, just my sister. Does your mom call you Christopher? No, it, it was. Like, I'm at the point now where people don't even know that my full name is Christopher, because I use Chris on, like, I only use Christopher on, like, you know, legal documents and stuff like that. Where they need to have your full name. Yeah, but, uh, I, everything else is Chris. Like, most people at work don't even know that my full name is Christopher. But, like, you'd have to assume. See, when I see a Chris, I don't really think Christian. I usually think Christopher. Yeah, I never... Christians usually call themselves Christians. I've never seen... Christian go as just Chris, you know? Yeah, it's usually Christian. Like, that's part of the vibe. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, it was only Christopher when I was getting yelled at. (laughs) Mine was just bitch. (laughs) 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 Uh, iOS 10. We haven't downloaded it yet because I need to back up my devices first. Yeah. And we just haven't done that yet. But we'll probably let you guys know on our next podcast. I'm seeing a lot of complaints and I'm honestly a little hesitant to even download it before I get my new phone, just because I know that it's going to make my 5S run like crap. Yeah, the only thing that was nice I remember about it that I would actually want it right now is that like you can rem- mm. you can remove the apps that you don't yeah. use from your screen. It doesn't fucking delete them from your phone, but it just removes them from your goddamn screen. But it removes you of like 150 megabytes. It said, "Oh, okay. and that's it. That's precious." And what's memory. nice is that you can delete your contacts little app, and then it still keeps obviously your contacts in your phone. Which I don't think you need a fucking app for that. You just go to your phone. Yeah, you just go to the phone like, app. The phone and it's app. In there. Yeah. 
They could honestly remove that. And, and messaging, it's like, oh, you got to message someone that you don't normally have it like a text thread. You just make a new message and then type in their name. Like, I don't think you ever really need to go to your contacts. No, you can usually add a contact from messages as well. So. Exactly. You so. don't need it. Yeah, you you don't need it. Someone can send you a contact, you know? Oh, yeah, true. I like it when people do that instead of just sending me, like, the phone number. Because mm-hmm. when you click on a phone number, it just it gives you the call option. It should be, like, save. Yeah. Yeah. Come on, Apple. Wake up. <laughs> <laughs> um, what is your favorite episode of Gilmore Girls? Mine has to be the Dance Marathon episode. Oh, my God. That's so mine. That is definitely mine as well. Like, oh, it's I feel so like good. That's just, like, the epitome of, like, that's, like, when the show is at, like, its best. Yeah, it is. It was, like... So much drama. So much happened in so the So much story. town. Like, Taylor getting drunk and all the, like, little nuances. Kirk's, fucking running around yeah and like miss patty trying to take the megaphone and luke bringing the thermoses of coffee for them and it was a perfect episode the the random like lap that they have to do where they run around dave rogalski was there with the sandwiches yes the egg salad sandwiches and jess is there being annoying as fuck honestly not a good jess episode but i mean also not a good dean episode but is it even a good Rory episode? Because she really... <laughs> Is there ever a good Dean episode? That's no. a real question. But it's a great episode. There's so much drama. I love that episode it's so much. It's a great one. That's like, you're right. The height of that show is right in that moment. Mm-hmm. I know money is personal, but how do you guys decide who pays for groceries, furniture, bills, and games? Like split, 50-50, or shared? I mean, it really just depends like who has the money like at the time for things it's really like we're getting paid at all different fucking times so yeah like i make like all my paychecks come at like random times from all these different places yeah so yeah i mean whoever's got the money in the account for the that time right now for whatever we're buying yeah but i don't i'm not very concerned about like oh 50 50 like you know what i mean i would just it's like i mean when you were unemployed like yeah you know it's just like shit happens but like yeah, we don't really like do any sort of splitting. Or I feel like, like we that. have as close to having like a joint bank account as you can get without actually physically having the joint bank account. Exactly. You know what I mean? But I guess that would happen when you're married or whatever. Um, do you miss PA's lack of sales tax? Speaking of money, um, I didn't even really realize that the tax here was higher until everyone started telling me about it. Yeah. Um, I guess but, it's not a reason enough for me to fucking go there. <laughs> Washington does not have an income tax, so you don't have to pay. Yeah. Like, so, I mean, I miss out on a little bit more of a return during that, but they're not taking out a chunk of my paycheck. For fucking PA's potholes. Like, what are they using that money for? Yeah. Groundhog like- Day? <laughs> Punxsutawney getting a little comb? <laughs> I don't know. What do they use my money for? It was like that one year that I almost got a return, and then it was like, PA, you owe 200 bucks, and I was so mad. Yeah, it means that like you don't have to owe anything then yeah. when it comes to that I time, don't give but... a shit, yeah. I mean, do you think about it, though? Like, the $200 that you had to pay to Pennsylvania, like, the tax, would you make more money off of the taxes, you know what I mean, than that $200? But... I, get, I get what you're saying. I don't, I mean, I don't know. Who knows? Who's to say? But <laughs> that 200 will slap you in the face more than that, like extra sense when you're at starbucks or whatever yeah exactly exactly but i never really understood tax because sometimes like you live in places and the food isn't taxed but then there's some places the clothes isn't taxed and i just never fucking know what is right yeah you know <laughs> these whole states thing we got going on it's confusing shut up <laughs> 
<laughs> you just dragged me. Oh, God. Well, let me go to Reddit because I forgot to go there. So. Oh, that's where I am at oh, now. Oh, okay. Well, and so I'll ask another one that's a... Uh, I'm probably about to be hired at Starbucks. I know you probably talked about this before, but I was wondering if Rachel had any tips and tricks for a Starbucks newbie. Um, well, basically buy several of your uniform. Like, make sure you have at least... So many khakis. I would say, like, three to four black polos. Uh, or whatever. I don't know. What the, I think now you can wear, like, just a black shirt. It doesn't even have to be, like, polo or anything. Fucking risky. Just make sure you have, like, a lot of the shirts... You don't really need more than one apron, you know, more than one hat. Just make sure you make, you give them a wash, you know? Yeah. Like, you want to wash that hat, especially. <laughs> oh, God. And I would say get the most comfortable non-slip shoes you could ever have because you're going to be on your feet the whole fucking time and just really, you know, I would get my, I honestly buy myself kitchen shoes. Like, they were specifically called, like, kitchen shoes. Yeah, Because they were, like, shoes. no slip and extra padded. Yeah. They were really nice. They were very, like, thick yep. and chunky. And then the khakis. I don't think the khakis are also... I think that was just the Target. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> Which, khakis are the worst work pants because they show every stain. Your ass looks incredible, so it's distracting. And <laughs> it's just, like, they're oh God, so is that tight. Why, is that why they do it? Just because? No. They just <laughs> do it because it's, like, the fucking Target vibe. Yeah. It's like they they get so many stains on them. Like, I couldn't tell you how many times I spilled, like, mocha on my pants and stuff. <laughs> and then, like, they were so tight, but, like, everyone's ass looks so good in khakis. Like, <laughs> I would never wear khakis in my day-to-day life. But if I did, I'd know my ass looked great. <laughs> There's just something about them. Like, I don't know. Maybe I just had really good fitting ones. I don't know. <laughs> but I just feel like they're just tight and they're not, like, denim. So they really show it off, you know? Yeah, you know, there's conforming. Like a khaki yoga pant, but, like, more structured. Cool. Hope that was helpful. Koga pant. <laughs> okay. Question for my Instagram. Which Seattle neighborhoods would the chunks be? Oh, God. Squeezy's like the financial district or whatever, like the business Squeezy district. Squeezy is definitely the business district of downtown. Fucking absolutely. Or he'd be like where the Microsoft campus is. <laughs> oh, my God. Redmond. It's not really He's Seattle. like, he's too cool for Seattle. Seattle. <laughs> he's going to be fucking Redmond. Yo, Lila is definitely like Fremont or Ballard. Oh, yeah. Like, she's I feel like she's, I was going to say, I feel like she's Fremont. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's like the... I don't know the most the most places where a lot of like homemade things are made. <laughs> That's where Lila would be, and she'd have like a homemade like pillow store, <laughs> and it would just be very comfortable fuzzy pillows. Yeah, that's fantastic. And Squeezy would obviously just like be living large in mm-hmm. fucking business district. Do you think Guy Fieri's carpet matches the drapes? Um, oh. <laughs> he would have to bleach the carpet. And I just has anyone done that? I feel like he would be the Frosted first to try pubes. It. Think about that. Oh my god. Nice. That's so much. <laughs> I just feel really horrible answering that if he ever listened to this. <laughs> um, okay. If you, Chris, and the Chunks were all types of plants or flowers, what would you guys be? Frankly, I think Lila is probably a little buttercup. <laughs> oh my god. I feel like she's like a dandelion. Oh my god. What's the one that gets, you know, the wishy? That's what I used to call them. Where so you the dandelion? Yeah. Yeah. That's her. Yeah. Okay. She's but a dandelion. But like when the dandelion is like dying or whatever and it becomes like a wishy, you know? <laughs> um, Squeezy's like a Venus flytrap. <laughs> like straight up. And he's a carnivore. Like, come on. Yeah, perfect. Me? I'm like, what's Weeping Willow? <laughs> and Chris, what's the math plant? Um, <laughs> I'm like that fucking like weed that grows. <laughs> no, you're not. No, you're not. You're I'm like a blade of grass. No. <laughs> It's so fucked up. 
Everybody's you know how everybody says I have like a doppelganger everywhere? Well, there you go. I'm a blade of grass. I'm surrounded by a million of them. <laughs> Guys, Chris's true feelings are coming out right now. That's honestly so sad. <laughs> well, good. <laughs> really glad. All right, we're going to end on this quiz that was just tweeted at me. That's on the Food Network website, not a BuzzFeed one for once. Not BuzzFeed, wow. And this is which chopped judge are you? Because apparently like a new season starts tonight, I guess. They are getting in on the, you know, the quiz. <laughs> the thing. millennial, like... How do you talk so, to the They're really good. Honestly, like, I commend Food Network on their social media presence. Yeah. Like and the, the way that they run their social everything. media stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they do a really good job. It's just the way that they have it even integrated on the shows when you're watching them. I just think it's they do a good job. Um, and I like that they focus on social media presence on Food Network Star. Because that's so important yeah. to like being like... It's not like fucking freeform or like every moment in the Fosters is like, oh my god, hashtag... <laughs> hashtag Brally's first glance. <laughs> like, yeah. Hashtag Brandon smokes a weed. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> it wasn't even Brandon. What's his face? God damn. Alright, so this stupid okay. quiz. First question is, which ingredient would you well, hate... Well, mine's different. Oh, God. Okay. Well, you read yours and I'll read mine. Okay. All right. So mine is, which ingredient would you hate to see in a restaurant dish? Pineapple, truffle oil, aged cheese, durian, sea urchin, or hot dogs? God, Um, I would pick durian out of all of those. I have a different question, guys. Yeah, I would pick durian out of those options. Mine is, do you have any food allergies? Yes or no? (laughs) No. I don't have any food allergies. Is that the question? Yeah, that was my question. <laughs> Mine is, who's your favorite person to cook with? My spouse or significant other? My kids? My friends? No one. I look to cook alone. <laughs> my entire family? My nieces and nephews? What? <laughs> <laughs> I would pick my, my spouse or significant other. Mine is, you've had the worst day ever. How do you self-medicate? What the <laughs> fuck? Eat ice cream out of a carton. Drink an entire bottle of wine by yourself. What the fuck quiz is this one? This Eat- is dark. Which... <laughs> This is like which Food Network chef is an alcoholic. It's horrible. Eat my weight in bread. Me? <laughs> Inhale a juicy, greasy burger. What the fuck? <laughs> Eat peanut butter out of the jar or anything but food. Watch TV, call a friend, go out. Uh, I'm going to say probably like inhale a juicy, greasy burger and then feel horrible about it. Okay. You wouldn't be caught dead eating this. Fast food, processed food, frozen food, green bell peppers. What? <laughs> liver, squash, or bananas. I'm going to say... Fa- uh, I would say fast food. Yeah, out of all I of those. Still, there's like some processed food that she'll still fucks with. Cheez-Its. <laughs> you hear me? Yeah. <laughs> oh, me. oh, I got the food allergies one, so I'm just going to say no as well. Uh, okay, me. It's your last supper. <laughs> What's a must-have on your menu? What the fuck? Free-flowing champagne. Appetizers for sharing. <laughs> It's fucking Applebee's over here. <laughs> a pasta course, an impressive main dish, spicy side dishes, a cheese course, a show-stopping dessert, or a final toast with family and friends. I'm going to have to go with a show-stopping dessert. Cool. You're headed out to eat on a Friday night. What's your choice of cuisine? Japanese, French, Chinese, seafood, Spanish, or Italian? Uh, I feel like... Ooh. Uh... I like uh, all like, of those, but I would probably... Me, I would pick Italian. I would pick Italian because there's a lack here in Seattle. Yeah. And that's what I would have picked back home, so... Um, if you could change careers, what would you be? Singer, musician, professional athlete, artist or designer, scientist. Scientist. I got the Last Supper one, so champagne, appetizers, pasta, blah, blah, blah. I would probably pick... 
Um, I would say I would make like a really fucking pretty cheese plate or I would do a pasta course. I think I'm going to do pasta. Okay. I have you refuse to cook anything without this kitchen tool or appliance. A spice grinder, smartphone, Japanese mandolin, microplane, cast iron pan, immersion blender, professional blender, parry knife. Considering I have like none of these things besides a smartphone, and I'm going to go with the smartphone. <laughs> <laughs> um, in which of these famous food cities would you most like to eat a meal? New York, LA, Tokyo, Singapore, Lyon, France, um, or Lyon? I don't know. Lyon, I think. <laughs> who honestly give? Who gives a shit? <laughs> New Orleans, Barcelona, Portland, Charleston, and San Francisco. Uh, I'm going to pick Tokyo. Okay. I have the which ingredient would you hate to see in a restaurant dish? Pineapple, truffle oil, aged cheese, durian, sea urchin, hot dogs. I'm going to go with the durian. Okay. And I got the whole refuse to cook anything without a kitchen tool. Um, yeah. This, Smartphone. Uh, a microplane, though. I'm a big lemon zester. Okay. I have the who's your favorite person to cook with. I'm going to say my spouse or significant other. Okay. Uh, how do I self-medicate? <laughs> <laughs> um, eat my weight in bread, I'm feeling. Did you have this one yet? It's late at night and you're hungry. What do you reach for? No. Okay. I have microwave popcorn, the cookie jar, a nightcap, <laughs> leftover pasta, chips and dip. Leftover. Candy bar, nothing. I ignore cravings. Oh my god, who the fuck? That's Scott Conan right there. I'm going for the cookie jar, man. (laughs) Or Chris Santos. Um, If you could change careers, what would you be? Singer or musician, professional athlete, (laughs) artist or designer, (laughs) or scientist? I'm going to say artist or designer. Yeah, I would say that. Uh, You wouldn't be caught dead eating this fast food, processed food, frozen, green bell peppers, liver squash. Green bell peppers, so so random. (laughs) I only put fucking kimchi on here since I made a big ass deal about that on Food Network Star. Uh, and bananas. I'm going to say the fast food as well. Um, if you're late and... <laughs> it's late at night and you're hungry. Um, I'm going to say leftover pasta. <laughs> if I'm late. <laughs> if I'm late Which I'm foods hungry. am I craving? <laughs> <gasps> I got Mark Murphy. Oh my god. Meat and potatoes aren't your aren't just your favorite food groups. They also reflect your down-to-earth nature. This didn't get me at all. Okay, Food Network trying to get into the I'm quizzes. I'm not meat not, and potatoes. Not Are good you... with the psychology behind it, guys. Yeah. You're someone who's able to see the big picture when others get hung up in details. That's honestly crap. Oh my god. I regret taking this quiz. I still have two more left. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, in which of these food cities would you most like to eat a meal? I'm going to say out of all of these, probably Tokyo as if well. If you get fucking Mark Murphy, I'm gonna scream. You're headed out to eat on Friday night, what cuisine choice do you do? I'm picking Italian because that's what I would pick. I got Alex Guanter Shelly. Aw, oh, you bitch. You love classic food, which speaks volumes about your character. You make Im- inferences based on intuition. Your biting wit sometimes get you in trouble. That's literally me. <laughs> Except for I'm not like a big classic binge. But like, I got biting wit out the ass. <laughs> Sonny Anderson retweeted my biting wit the other fucking day. <laughs> this quiz is crap. Food Hour, do better. Come on, guys. Well, I guess it's time to get into binge town. Yeah, speaking of uh, food, uh, Bench is uh, your uh, what food you love to make the most. Yes. So, anyway, thank you guys for having a cup of coffee with us. Yeah, honestly, you know, we've been real trash. We've been forgetting to clink because we've been drinking lattes and we don't have the mugs with us. So, what can we do about it? We're just going to do a shitty paper one. We'll get you next week. All right, bye. Bye. It's so sloshy. Interesting. (laughs) Intrigue. Alright, benches, time to uh, figure out what the fuck you guys are making for dinner, or just making in general. Or are, in essence. 
<laughs> We're going to start off with Nicole Dowling, who is a pineapple upside down cake. Has anyone ever eaten one of those? I don't even know. I don't even know what the fuck it is. It's just a cake that you make upside down. <laughs> Carissa is a carrot cake. Alicia Schreiner is a shrimp cocktail. <laughs> Bailey Lynn is Bailey's Irish cream. Jackie Goldfarb is farmer's hash. <laughs> slow Nolan is slow cooked pork butt. Wow, she makes a return. <laughs> Sarah Booth is funnel cake from a carnival booth. That was a stretch. Allison Sense is Senate bean soup. Hunter Curtis is curly fries, one of my faves. <laughs> from Arby's. Megan Rackley is a rack of barbecue ribs. Kate Convery is Concord grapes, because are there any others? We don't know. <laughs> Danielle Manis is yellow squash. Taylor Collins is a Lindor truffle. Emma Corbeil is chicken cordon bleu. Heather Ann is antipasto. Sloan Fuller is fully loaded baked potatoes. Wow. Angelica Feliz is angel food cake. Courtney Hall is courgette soup. Oh my god, you fucko. Becca Jansen is caramel ice cream. Angela Sue is angel hair pasta. Michelle North is northern bean soup. Erin Bray is Old Bay Fries. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Allison Teresa is Sonoma Chicken Salad. Jada Goshi is Goulash. Goulash. My Elizabeth is Bethlehem Bread. Is that a fucking thing you've had? It's not. I don't know what the hell it is, but I guess I should. Okay. Laura Collins is Linguini with Clams. Oh, my God. I do love a nice linguine with clamo. <laughs> Ishbel Mendez is stuffed bell peppers. Talia Miller is million dollar pie. I don't know what that is either. Cat Vallejos is catfish nuggets. <laughs> margarita is spaghetti with marinara sauce. Like not a mar not a margarita today. Yeah, we 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 tried. <laughs> um, Hannah Labelson is Belgian waffles. Daisy Blossom Dottie is blondies. Emily Lewis is empanadas. Chloe Archer is artichoke dip. Anthony Hood is ants on a log, <laughs> one of Chris's fucking favorite things. Mariah Hanna is hanger steak. Elizabeth Hallbrook is steamed broccoli. Jennifer Habgood is gooseberry pie. What the fuck is that? Madison Greer is Greek salad. Madison Wolf is Madeline cookies. Megan McNally is ganache. <laughs> Skylar Medley is roasted medley potatoes. AKA my dinner every evening. <laughs> Megan Preyas is pretzel salad. What the fuck is pretzel salad? It's like that weird thing they used to serve at the upper deck with like the jello and the pretzels and stuff. Yeah. Okay, honestly, stop. <laughs> Corey Springfield is spring rolls. Cat is grilled catfish. Ilka is chocolate milkshakes. Jax is a jackfruit taco. Nicole Allen is coleslaw. You know, people drag coleslaw, but like if you have like no mayo in it, it's so good. Like it's a nice crunchy, crispy, vinegary salad. Mm -hmm. So fuck all you haters. <laughs> Courtney White is whitefish salad, another Jew. Bridget Carey Davis is brisket, more uh, Jewish. Yes. <laughs> Jennifer Cornwell is cornbread. Sophia Cock is cocktail sausages. Ash Rozell is ash cakes. Don't know what that is. Jackie Burkhart is roasted artichoke hearts. Yum. Beth Fonseca is fondant, or what's his face? The guy looks like Tommy Pickles, but as an adult. Ace of Cakes? Yeah. What's his name? What is uh, oh my god, Jeff. Duff. Duff. Duff Goldman fondling fondant. <laughs> That's all I had to say. Jackie Brigulio is brioche. Christina Contreras is Christmas cookies. Catherine Simpson is simple peach cobbler. Marlene Naj is Marlin steaks. 
Ian Murphy is Shrimp Amalfi. You don't even know. I don't know what that is. <laughs> Cater Liriano is a no-bake cheesecake. <laughs> Rebecca O'Donnell is Odong noodles. Kendall Berg is Iceberg Wedge Salad, a.k.a. Fridays didn't give a shit. <laughs> Allie McGregor is Gorditas. Megan Grilly is Grilled Salmon. Chloe Killip is Clover Leaf Rolls. Taco Roche is a taco salad. Cassandra Buckow is Buckwheat Pancakes. Haley Cadwalder is a Waldorf Salad. Camellia Malky is Key Lime Pie. Maddie Pullman is Polenta. Amanda Marie is Manicotti. Allison Francoy is Beans and Franks. <laughs> Caitlin Whalen is Lentil Soup. Cody Robinson is Robin Cake. Lauren Siobhan is Schnitzel. Me. Sarah Seaman is Seafood Gumbo. Dana Daly is Cheese Danishes. Also me. Megan Wilson is Wilted Lettuce Salad. That's so <laughs> That's sad. That's really a thing. What? Who would want that? Claire Wood is Applewood Smoked Bacon. Kelly Adams is Adobo Chicken. Anna Hernandez is Hermit Cookies. What is that? Jennifer Gordonier is Gourd Soup. Sasha Smith is Shake and Bake. Sarah is Saratoga Chips. Vlynn and Drew are chicken drumsticks. Drumsticks. Bridget Dubin is Bing Cherry Pie. Hillary Gay is Apple Hill Cake. Elizabeth Doles is Dole Whips. <laughs> what? No. There's recipes on how to make Dole Whips. Oh my god, you poor fucking thing. Mackenzie Knight is Kentucky Fried Chicken. And Rachel Evans is eventually going to make a Rachel sandwich. There's always like a Rachel on every menu, but it's always different. Mm-hmm. Alright, the other binchos, they are like... Little elbow macaroni noodles. Okay, sure. <laughs> we got Cassandra Lee. Allie Malone. Kathleen Wynn. And Rose Barnett. So thanks, binchos. We hope you enjoyed this... Uh, this mess this recipe for I hope you're hungry one buffet from hell <laughs> if you guys make whatever you are you know let us know <laughs> i feel like no one will do that but that's well i think kendall berg's out a pretty easy iceberg wedge salad you just gotta chop up ahead <laughs> yeah i mean bing cherry pie however that's a little bit more intense yeah well if i don't see any gourd soup from jenna gordon here i'm gonna be pissed <laughs> all right we'll see you guys next time bye, bye. that was a hit gum podcast <laughs>